y'all. This is Mogul Jill with the Who Got the Answers podcast. Thank you so much, Keys, for your time today and for just flying in, making time, just for everything that's not even planned. So thank you so much Absolutely. for coming thank today. You for inviting me here. You're welcome. So let's just get started. <clears throat> I'm Jillian Larkin, an author, uh, investor, and entrepreneur, but today is not about me. We're here to just learn more about 19 Keys, mm-hmm. Big Keys, the great 19 Keys. That, so bro. can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm polymathic, so. My skill set spanned in many different areas, but I'm best known for my thought leadership. You understand me around the world. You know, it's top thought leader in the world. Just yes. Like that. Um, have multiple organizations and education and wealth building. You know what I mean? I'm a wealth advocate, a serial entrepreneur, built several family businesses, investor in the crypto and stocks, and co-founder of the first black-owned and forex crypto exchange. Woo! That's, that's amazing. I got to actually be out over a week ago yeah. out at Cipriano's at Wall Street, yeah. on Wall Street yeah. with you guys. It was breathtaking to just be in the room with you guys. And we love your humbleness. And like he said, he is the, the world thought leader of this generation of our time. And he's my mentor. Literally, we're not we were born in the same year and this guy is literally beyond his year so i just want to get into uh the bwo which is the black world order if you're dangerous or bridging wealth opportunities <laughs> <laughs> so um you know, they, they both dangerous so yeah you know one is just more blunt Absolutely. I like that word. I like that word. And let's talk about what you're doing with family, because uh, a lot of people in our community, we're so broken in our families. And I just want to talk about how you are doing business with your family on the forefront. Let's be clear. He has already brought so many different leaders together. But right now, I want to talk about what you're doing with your family. Well, that's a um, good place to start because mm-hmm. um, I believe family business is the most important business. You me understand too. Me? The business that run the world is family business. Absolutely. You understand me? Which are usually ran through trust. You understand me? And those trusts um, usually have corporations inside them. And those corporations usually have a last name beside them. Yeah. And those last names represent a family. Yes. And so when we always say, you know, there's an old paradigm saying don't do business with family, but yeah. we don't believe in that. We believe in doing business with family. Absolutely. You understand me? And don't do business without family. Absolutely. And the way that that works is you have to find functional roles within a family, right? Okay. Because otherwise you're operating in a dysfunction and that creates a dysfunctional family. Yes. And a family is an institution, right? Yes. Um, an institution is what carries power and wealth and legacy. Absolutely. Right? And when we're talking about institutions, you're talking about looking at a family order, whether it's the man, the woman, the child, and then you have to look at, but what does that family represent? Absolutely. What does that family last name do? Nowadays, we're talking about the woman go in, she has her career, the man has his career, two opposite directions, building nothing mm-hmm. truly for the family at the end of the day. Yes. And we can tell because, you know, we can see black success throughout 
centuries in America, right? Or decades, rather. And, you know, we've been CEOs, we've been millionaires, we've had all these things, but where are the family institutions that came out of this that are prominent last names yes. that we can point to as institutions of power? Absolutely. They, to this point, really don't exist. You understand me? And the 0.1% doesn't count to cover the whole, right? So we're talking about rearranging and, and doing family in a way that our ancestors did it or doing family in a way, uh, the institutional definition of it. Absolutely. Right? And that goes into having a family crest, right? Okay. Having a family values. What does that family represent in value? Because that's what you pass down to the next child. Absolutely. Whether y'all in steel, whether y'all sell clothes, whether y'all do education, whatever it may be that uh -huh. family last name should have a reputation a that family constitution absolutely a family constitution yeah. that everybody adhere to and instead of you sending them out to elementary school to high school to yeah. college and asking them to raise your child up and yeah. with them to become successful yeah the constitution within the family the institution and the family raises them absolutely educates them with a skill set gives them a certain knowledge that they can go out there and utilize and represent and they have a family code of conduct yeah right a standard operating procedure that the family represents. Absolutely. You understand me? It's, it's, it's like, you know, the, 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 the mob bosses never speak against the family. It's a code. Yeah. Right? Certain things we don't say in public. The family moves a certain way and you have these codes of conduct. Yeah. The person goes out there, they're operating in a code because those codes represent the family. Yes. And so, you know, my family... You know, we are a family of, of healers and educators. Yes. Right? One of the greatest things that my family has is an understanding of knowledge itself. Yes. Right? And we're not a perfect family. Um, and we don't represent ourselves as if we're better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're a family that's unequal at the same time. Yeah. Right? I don't believe that all men and women were created equal. I Absolutely. believe they were created different. Yeah. You understand me? And we all represent different heights of evolution within our lives. Okay. And my family being able to go through so much dysfunction, but then at the same time going through so much function in the point of having knowledge of self and having that God good ability Absolutely. to be able to transmute that pain to understanding. And that understanding is what allows us to be able to teach others. So with my family, I've decided to, after you know, creating courses mm -hmm. and after creating multiple organizations. Yes, the web standard. The yeah, the yes. web standard. BWO. Shifters, mm -hmm. BWO, right? Um, and even at a time, Power Circle with some of my other cohorts. Uh, but now it's, it's the IWS, it's the Infinite Wealth Strategy. Absolutely. And so before we dive deep into the Infinite Wealth Strategies, can, we, can you just give us your opinion about families? You know, like, in the black family, I feel like they put their kids out way too fast. Like when yeah. you turn 18, it's time to get your own job. It's time to go to college, it's time to do this. This didn't happen personally to me, but a lot of people that are broken, they had to like either go out there and find a way yeah. or even, pro even provide for their single mother at the time, you know, or whatever the case may be. So what do you think about, you know, um, I wouldn't even say adults. Uh, adolescents leaving the house at 18 or younger. Yeah. What do you think about that? <clears throat> I don't think that that's good for a family institution that wants to stick together and build family work. Yeah. 
You understand me? Because that's really what it's uh, about. Most of the time, we send our children out there to go find themselves when mm-hmm. they were supposed to know who they are inside the household. Mm-hmm. Know thyself. Yeah. Right. One of the biggest issues that man has, period, is he don't know who he is. Yeah. So if you send him to an institution around a bunch of other people who don't know who they are, they're going to become more lost. Yeah. Confused, even. Yeah. Right? Trying to find themselves in a career path that was pre chosen for them so that they can be citizens under somebody else's rule and structure. I don't believe in college in the same way that everybody else do. Right? And nor do I believe in high school because I think that high school is a very ineffective way of teaching children the improper skill sets, you understand me, that don't allow them to go out in society and truly succeed. Yeah. Right? You go through high school and you get through four years. And that education doesn't teach you, right, how to build wealth. Yes. Like, if they're going to get an education in a capitalist society, it's teach you how to be a proper capitalist of anything. Yeah. It teach you how to build wealth in this society, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they don't teach you crypto, I mean, not, well, now crypto, yeah. They don't even teach stock, yeah. real estate, taxes. Thought leadership, credit, yes. real estate. Creativity. How to file the actual paperwork. All of those small yes. nuanced things are way yes. more important, right, then you learning the electron count of some, you know, chemical that you probably never going to utilize yes. throughout life. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that science is not important. Yeah. Right? But the way that you teach science has to be, you know, specifically cultivated for that child that's interested in it, number one, and also in a way that's gonna be relevant once they leave this school. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like to teach the science is to teach the interest of the world, to get you interested and get your mind sparked. And I love science because science, you know, it, it, it deals with how the world works, right? Yes, absolutely. But then there's also understanding, you know, sociology and psychology and yes. economics, right? Yes. And constitution and, mm-hmm. and, and, and organic laws of the constitution yes. and the true USC story code. of the world. Those are the things that's really going to prepare you. How to yes. be a man and a woman, understanding your masculine and feminine divinity in this world. And mm-hmm. high school don't prepare you for none of that. But at the same time, high school created opportunities because everything they didn't teach, we now can create a course out of. Absolutely. Right? So that's where you get like bridging wealth opportunities. But Absolutely. So when a person goes through high school and they get a four-year education, mm-hmm. right? Um, and this education still hasn't prepared them fully for the world because four years is a lot of time. It you is. You be going every single day Right And getting an education And then leaving Every single day Without skill sets Yes Right mm-hmm. Makes no goddamn sense whatsoever. Period You should yeah. have a money skill That creates you A stream of income There's yeah. no excuses No excuses Right And so That's why I say High school is ineffective mm-hmm. Right And so Then here A child is Average 18 years old And now they kicked out The high school The household To go find themselves As if High school prepared them For the world Yeah Right They don't know who they are Don't know how they brain work, how they how they mind operates, don't have true knowledge of self, don't have real principles, yeah. codes of conduct, values, don't have skill sets that they can go utilize, immediately apply, and be able to do for self. So, you know, the racket of telling your child that it's time for you to leave to go get you some freedom because you want to kick them out because you no longer want to raise your child. Okay. Right? That's really the reality of it. Yeah. And it's been sold and passed down to us through indoctrination. And let's get to that. So, you're right. It has been passed down to us through indoctrination because that was going to be my question. For people that wasn't raised in the household with two parents or even with strong parents, like it is a lot 
Like, I agree with you about, you know, high school being ineffective and even college, unless you're really learning a skill, right? I agree with you. But what about the people whose parents are not parenting? So I seen this interview maybe last week with Chico Bean, and he was like saying that he feel that the crack uh, epidemic did more than the 400 years of slavery and what do you what is your opinion on it on that well i definitely want to say more okay um because there's areas where the crack epidemic didn't affect black people absolutely and they still have the ingrained ingrams of slavery they still mm -hmm. are dealing with right the um society in the world that slavery created which is the united states of america yeah right so slavery affected the whole world in a way that it was built through an institution of power and the black body and the way that these masonic rituals were set up and how they created insurance and how they created the stock market yes right? and, and even branding and marketing yes based on the things that they learned through slavery yeah right like slavery being 400 years can never be compared to crack being 20 30 years right absolutely so i get what he's saying as far as how he's looking at the residual effects of something that happened just decades ago yes rather than something that happened a century ago mm -hmm. right but slavery never ended right we know yeah. that it transformed yeah. into you know a mental slavery right and then we also go look at the prison system yes and see slavery continuing and then absolutely. we look at the paperwork system constitutionally and the social security and the birth certificates yes. and the bonds and we know that slavery definitely didn't end it just transformed into a different form absolutely right so not nah, slavery in the united states of america can never be compared to any other thing absolutely on the planet because if it wasn't for slavery the crack epidemic absolutely you understand me it was it was a lot of people you know during that epidemic um which still persists and exists today you know the the 80s uh it was a height of revolution right mm -hmm. black people were really gaining a sense of self yeah afrocentric thought process started to happen in harlem you had people dressing up in the yeah. afrocentric robes and power to the people and thinking about economic change and they were at the height of dissatisfaction right and then of course you got reaganomics that came in with the crack and then imploded uh, because a lot of people didn't know what crack was. Yes, right? yes. You just got something like if, if you know now it's it mind-boggling that people still becoming new baseheads. There's new crackheads being yeah, born absolutely. Today. Um, and that's after the fact, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Where they see how bad it was, right? How it affected their family and absolutely. a lot of families, yeah. But you know you got to understand that before there was the crack epidemic. Right, you had the 60s when you had a lot of brothers coming out of war, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that post-traumatic trauma yeah. because before crack you had heroin, yeah. right? And heroin was rampant throughout the streets. And yeah. that's a very addictive drug, right? Mm -hmm. The most addictive drug in the world. So you had the, the heroin epidemic and then you had the height of black people trying to rise out of that, right? Yeah. And then here come crack to kill the revolutionary thought process, yeah. right? And so, you know, uh, you have to conjoin all of these things together. You can't just start at crack epidemic and say that's yeah. the worst. Because you still got to go to heroin. You have to go through the, the, the Vietnam War, mm -hmm. right? And then you have to continuously go back. And every single decade, you're going to find an issue, right? And for that generation, it seemed like it was worse than any other thing that had happened because it's right there in front of right. your face. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, but when it comes to 400 years of slavery, you know, that's a thing that we still don't 
understand so we can't get over it, mm -hmm. right? You have to understand how it affected you, mm -hmm. right? You have to be properly diagnosed so you'll know exactly how to cure it. Uh -huh. And that's why history is so important because if we don't know the past, how yes. the hell can we properly diagnose the problem to make ourselves present and become yes. successful now? Absolutely. So those who are ignorant of the past will never have power over the future. Absolutely. So right now, I want to get into, I want you to tell the people what is Infinite Wealth Strategies. And I just want to get more into like the history and like status correction, really. So, but right now, let's get into Infinite Wealth Strategies. Man, Infinite Wealth Strategies is a lot. And I, I, don't, I don't really want to interrupt this, but I feel crazy because we got this water and I actually bought some gold water here okay, with me. To and I'm not about to have these waters getting a promo and uh i'm like wait hold up we got some products here i'm not doing Yo, that let's do that so um of course that's what we gotta have here yeah oh, <laughs> excuse me <laughs> yeah absolutely let's get them out the frame we not doing no free promo all right, thank you so much. All uh -huh. right, so let's get into Infinite Wealth Strategies. Yeah, Infinite Wealth Strategies is a monster, man. It's, it's a very beautiful program. Mm -hmm. um, so Infinite Wealth Strategies is a program that I founded with my family, right? Uh, we always, I talk about family business and you yeah. know, Goldwater is a family business. Yes. Right? But, you know, it's different when I can show people right there in front of them because you yeah. don't get to see all of the work that goes into gold. Like in Puerto Rico. That we have. Yeah, in Puerto Rico. You understand me to where the family brought the came family together. out yeah but it's important that the people can see you understand me us as a family working together yeah it right? is and everybody having their role yeah right absolutely so infinite wealth strategy is speaking towards the mindset that there's infinite wealth out there but you need a strategy to go get it yeah so it's talking about real applicable strategies that you can utilize right and you know some people join because we have tokenomics right yes we're just talking about understanding cryptocurrency how it works to where you can be an independent researcher go figure out how to order the coin understand why it's valuable mm -hmm. to where you can increase your profits you understand me by decreasing your risk yes and that's all about having an understanding because a lot of people had an uh, uh, an early investors but they didn't have an early understanding can you please repeat that increase your profits so you can decrease well, decrease your increasing risk increasing your profits while decreasing your risk yes you understand me so you know just jumping into a crypto because you get FOMO that's mm -hmm. not good like how do you know when it's a good time to jump in right yeah. you may be jumping at an all time high how do you know if this is a good crypto coin versus a shit coin yeah something that a person put out there for a pump and dump yeah how do you know if it's a rug to where an owner holds so much of liquidity in the pool to work mm -hmm. if they take Take their money out and the whole crypto project just drops yeah absolutely how, do you know how to read a white paper do you know how to see if the coin has a certain burn percentage or a certain amount of them are locked up or yeah. what the actual project is that is backing in the first place absolutely so you know um tokenomics is something that i want to popularize so that people can have an understanding of cryptocurrency mm -hmm. and it will allow them to become an investor the same way there's an understanding in the stock market and you can go look at a company fundamentals yes. and understand whether this is a good company to jump in absolutely and, or whether this is a good price to get in okay and so in a very quick instance we have a whole list of things that i give mm -hmm. that a person can go check off and be like you know what this is a good crypto i'm going to invest in it now because i did my due diligence okay right and that's something that you can learn in under 24 to 48 hours nice right? okay that's that's really good yeah under 24 hours yes yeah, yeah. once you go through it you, you get into <laughs> it you know what i'm talking about yes uh, we want a real applicable strategies you understand yes. me to where it's like damn I 
got my money's worth. Okay. Right? <laughs> and what I could have did with this program because I put in so much values, I mm -hmm. could have broke up each one of like these always. Parted. Yeah. But you know, we want to over exceed the value always. Yes. So not only that, we teach you NFTs, not fungible tokens. Okay. Yeah. Um, which essentially is allowing people the understanding of NFTs, but also how they can utilize them in their business where you don't have to have a large following. Mm -hmm. So I basically wanted to create a strategy to where everybody can understand it and they can start minting NFTs and learn how to make money with it. Right. Okay, and let's be clear, he has already minted his yeah. first NFT. Yes. Yes, yes. and so 50 NFTs at this point. Wow. Um, and you know, I plan on doing six figures with NFTs this year. Absolutely. Yeah, so for sixteen thousand dollars. Um, and you know, I've even utilized NFTs as a way for people to buy into the course. That's right? nice. So they buy the NFT and it gives you access to the course. Okay. Right? So, you know, before I taught, I wanted to do, you know, proof. Yeah. Right? So that's the reason my first one sold. We got that out the way. I, hey, I know what I'm talking about. Right. And then I'm actually utilizing, and I have probably over a dozen students that have created uh, NFTs. Nice. Right. Uh, minted their NFTs. And then also teach how to become an author in less than two to three weeks. So awesome. I have a strategy on how you can create your book right okay you ain't got to be the best uh, 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 writer uh, none of those things once you go through this you understand me like I said it's another strategy you gonna understand right after you're done you can just execute I okay. give you the full one two three four five six seven eight nine Follow absolutely steps, and you win right okay. so we had dozens of our students become authors you understand me in the last two to three weeks and nice congratulations blockchain yes and the NFT and they've been able to earn crypto I need to do that with my book Teach. I'm gonna go peer strategy. I'm, a, I'm the general, so I'm gonna go strategy. I'm gonna give you the guy. And there's other things that we teach in there. I mean, if you need more than that, then that's enough. But of course, we're teaching the marketing, the content creation, the branding, right? Uh, in the mindset development, doing the mindset auditing yeah. so that you can become a high level executor, right? And then we have my father comes in there and teach a manhood development class, yeah. right? So it's masculinity for life lessons and business, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people don't have fathers in a household. Yeah. And that unfortunate statistic is the reason why you have such an effeminate society of men. Men don't want to be men, right? Men like to be, nowadays the young males need to be around somebody weaker than them in order to feel powerful because that's yeah. somebody they can manipulate, right? Yeah. And that's the reason why a lot of men don't have that drive and that willpower and black women are rising up, masculating themselves in positions and becoming the CEOs of their family or CEOs of their independent lifestyle and can't create a family because they're not going to be able to come together with a man because there's no way that an alpha female, right, yeah. that wants to run the household is going to be with this masculine man and they're going to headbutt, yeah. right? So, you know, without that masculine and feminine balance, there's no success. Yeah. And as much as people want to change the rules and all yeah. this new shit the society want to yeah. do, I don't subscribe to it, right? Same. I don't I don't believe in being, you know, politically correct or yeah. you know, closing up and not making and, and making space for every single opinion in the world when I don't think that's the way it works. Yeah. I think society is based on rules that we can function based off our nature. And that's what will allow us to be successful. And millions of years of 
people understanding and having knowledge of self, understanding our nature, is what made us create constructs. Yes. These constructs, everything is man-made. So when I hear somebody say, oh, it's man-made construct, yes. Yeah. So is school, so is a bank, yeah. right? So is All your, your job. Every single thing around us is man-made. But yeah. you understand me? Man is God. So at the end of the day, what's man-made is God-made. Yeah. You understand me? Yeah. Now, you know, so if you're not replacing it with something better, then don't replace it at all. Yeah. You understand me? And so the manhood development is taught because there's too many young males growing up in households without a proper father figure, without a masculine guide to teach them what the hell does being a man even mean. Yeah. Most people can't determine, most men can't tell you what the hell a man is. You understand me? So, you know, with a lack of better word, they punks, they soft. They don't yeah. know how to move. They can't stand up. Yeah. They think everything is, you know, like they need to be talked to a certain way. Like in the IWS, we got something called the Letter to Garcia, which is a mindset of teaching people how to go get it, how to be independent in their thought process, how to take initiative, right? And so many people think they need to have their hand held yeah. when that ain't what I'm doing. You understand yeah. me? I'd rather slap you in the back of your head till you go out there and get it yeah. rather than be holding your hands. Yes. You understand me? This ain't, I ain't grew up in that society where it's okay for men to hold hands. Yes. You understand me? There, I heard there were some places in Africa where brothers do that. Oh, yeah. I ain't, I ain't yeah, grown up there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, they, they could do that, but yeah. that's not what we doing. You understand right. me? Okay, if you, you want that, you got to go to those sides of town in the cities that accept that, yeah. or you got to go over there to Africa where it's a different <laughs> paradigm. Because over here, we're going to give you the game. You understand me? You take off the training wheels and you ride the bike. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm talking about? So, you know, I'm going to give you step by step. Uh-huh. You, it's your job. Once you get access, because I know that you, there's no way you can pay me for the amount of value I'm going to give. Yeah. So the rest is up to you. Yeah. Right? But that's part of that masculine, that go get it. You yeah. understand me? Yeah. And... The feminine development is something that my sister teaches right on the Wednesday, so we got the balance. You yes. know, time forget about the ladies. <laughs> hey, no, I didn't. I you know, talking about so she coming in there and not only is she teaching you the feminine development, but it's, it's also about dealing with the traumas. Yeah. You understand me? Being able to heal yourself to success. Yeah. Right. And the only way you can heal this is if you reveal. So yeah. it's really pulling out the mask of who you think you are and getting to the essence of who you really are. Yeah. Right. And she has an ability to pierce the soul so that mm -hmm. you can grow and you realize that you start to have breakthroughs when you're healed yeah right you can have all the, the knowledge you, you took the courses but it's still something that feels like you're not making your yeah. way yeah and that part is so important because once you get that feminine balance then you start to become successful in yeah. areas of your life that normally were blocked off to you right yeah. And that block happened because we have a physical reality and we have an energetic reality. And if you are energetically blocked, then so is your ability to magnetize certain goals and complete certain things, yeah. right? So you, once you decrease those blockages, now life can flow as it's supposed to, yeah. right? And, you know, women can enter into the masculine development as women love it because Pops be in there teaching. Yeah. And men can enter into the feminine development because we both have masculine and feminine. And she does training. Yes, consultations, one-on-ones, yeah. right? Like, there's a lot, right? I mean, there's no other course that's doing four to five live classes per week. Yeah. Right. You understand me? Right. So, you know, the amount of money that I'm, I'm, I'm paying twenty, thirty thousand dollars in payroll just so that everybody can come in there and teach. Yes. So, it's impossible for a student who's paying five hundred to a thousand dollars. They could never afford that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the only way that I can afford it is if we have a large amount of students. You understand me? And 
you know, uh, we continue to rose, raise up the volume so I can justify paying people five times a week to come in there and teach our students. Yeah. Five classes, plus you get access to the replay book. Plus we do two meditations per week sessions. And That's my brother true. do the spiritual development. Yes. He a spiritual guru. Yes. Because we need that spiritual, you know, we do we business, do. business, business, but if you're not spiritually in tune, you're going to lose. Yes, so what does, what does, what is it that keeps you grounded? Oh, now I'm a tourist. <laughs> I'll stay grounded. You know what I'm saying? That's that's me. I'm connected to the earth like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Me. So I'ma always be grounded. But it but it's more so my goals. It's like I love the work. Yeah. So it's like even at Capiano Wall Street at the lunch party, beautiful celebration. But I'm thinking about the work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the launch is not the landing. Yes. yes. And so many people start celebrating the launch and they never yeah. make it to the landing. Yeah. yeah. You understand me? Yeah. And then after you do the landing, you got to bring it back home. Yeah. You understand yeah. me? And then yeah. once you bring it back home, what you going to do? Celebrate the, yeah. the, the, the landing forever? Yeah. Or you got another mission? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm always onward and forward. Okay. You understand me? So I'm going to stay 10 toes down and stay grounded in my purpose because I'm always thinking about my mission now and my niche mission next. Yes, you understand yes. me? Mm -hmm. And your purpose going to always make way for what you need to do next. Absolutely. And your purpose is based on your function, right? And so once you understand how you function and who you are, you can never be lost without purpose. Yes. Absolutely. I don't believe you're going to find yourself. I believe you realize self. Yes, the moment I agree. you realize you are who you are, you stop looking for. And once That's you're amazing. no longer looking, shit, you're doing exactly what you're supposed to. Yeah, I agree. So let, I know you don't have a lot of time, but let's just get into a little bit about leadership. And I want to ask you, who is your mentor? So, you know, I've never had just a one-person mentor that I could just look at for yeah. all around. Um, especially for a lot of different things that we're doing just ain't been done before. Yeah. Um, you know, I draw from different inspirations and teachers and leaders throughout time. You know, number one, my my mentor is, yeah, no, results and reflection. Like, you yeah. go through experience, you get results, yeah. you reflect, you figure out how to do it better. And or looking at other people's experiences. Like, when yes. it comes to spiritual development and being a man, honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is in that category of what yeah. I look at, right? Absolutely. And as I draw from that, tapping into that godhood, you understand me, the, 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 the moral compass that he has, you know, being able to speak truth to power, right, and be courageous and, and be a leader, like, that's somebody that every uh, man in our culture should look up to. You understand me? Every original man in the diaspora and around the world can find an example in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. If you look for one, you know. Um, and so that's an example I look at. You know, uh, my older brother at one point in time was a mentor to me. You understand me? Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's like I said, it's hard to just, you know, I don't have too many living mentors that I look at. I have peer tours, mm -hmm. right? Some of my peers, you know, we uh, sharpen each other up in many different areas, Absolutely. right? People that know something that I don't know, mm -hmm. I'm always willing to learn. Yeah. You understand me? And so that's why I'm surrounded by people who know things that I don't know, right? Chris Cole knows things yes. that I don't know. My father knows things I don't know. My brother, my sister, right? Mm -hmm. You understand me? Brother Ben, he knows things I don't know, mm -hmm. right? And, 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 and multitude of other different people. Like, I, I look at... 
you know, the mistakes that people make yeah. and I look at the success that they create and I learn from both of them. Absolutely. And I settle on the best part. Okay, I love that. So, um, one of the last questions, what would you tell a young leader uh, coming up right now? What is the, the best advice that you would give them and what would you tell them to even invest in? It's mm, a great question. You know, for any young leader that coming up, you know, you have to uh, <clears throat> don't focus so much on being a leader. Yeah. You know, the moment you start to exalt yourself that you're this leader, yeah. you're most likely not. It's most yeah. likely out of arrogance. Yeah. You understand me? Focus on actually getting guidance, right? Focus on figuring out who can teach you, where you can actually follow. Because before you can lead, you have to follow, yeah. right? And the greatest example has to always be self, mm -hmm. right? There's direct leadership and indirect, man. Direct leadership is doing it yourself and other people being inspired by what you do because you're doing it, yeah. right? The indirect is your ability to be able to speak and incentivize people to do it, but that doesn't directly mean that you're doing it yourself. Yeah. It might even be the right thing to tell them to do, but that doesn't mean that you're doing it. Yeah. So the best thing is to lead by example. Yes. You understand yes. me? Learn to follow, learn to lead by example. Yes. You understand me? And learn to operate within a code and always be reflecting and looking for room for improvement. Yes. You understand me? Like, and, and, and once you track down whatever your purpose is, go for it with a courageousness that you're ready to die for. You understand me? That's gonna always be respected. Yeah. You know, I can walk into any room and it's gonna be respect because a person know I am who I say I am. I ain't right. doing it for you, I ain't doing it for the camera, I ain't doing it for nobody. Absolutely. At, at the end of the day, and at the beginning of the rising, you know what I'm talking about, it's for me and it's for God. Yes. You understand me? And if nobody else is around, I'm still gonna do it for that reason. Yes, absolutely. So if you start faking it, become a character of yourself, it's gonna be sniffed out, yes. you understand me? And around real leadership, you understand me? You're gonna be seen as a fraud, fake. Yeah. And yeah. you're gonna be able to hold that up. So don't seek to be a leader, number one. Yeah. You understand me? Seek to set an example for yourself. Yeah. You understand me? On who you know that you can be and who you actually are. Yeah. You know, seek self-improvement and others will be able to learn from your example. Yes. Um, when it comes to investments, you know, first of all, I want to look at portfolio diversification. You understand me? Mm -hmm. You want to spread your money out. Yes. Right? Whether you're looking into crypto, uh, whether you're learning tokenomics, whether you're looking into precious metals, you're getting backed by gold, yes. learning how to collateralize that, insure it, you understand me? Putting a safety deposit somewhere, and yes. even once you want to be able to take credit against it if you want to, right? Mm -hmm. um, same thing with crypto, same thing when it comes to land. Go look for lots of land, go look yes. for some farming, you understand me? Figure out where you can go buy you some land or whether it, you know, same thing with, I mean, it's so many different hustles right Absolutely. now. You know, um, I'm looking into, you know, the car rentals, being oh, able to yes. go buy the cars, go yeah. flip those, whether it's on a tour or whether you're creating your own business yeah. for that. Um, whether it's the mobile homes that you can go buy for cheap and flip, yeah. understand me, at 100% profit. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it's really about diversification, yes. you understand me? And at the best place to invest is always going to be self, right? Yes. Intellectual property. Yes, absolutely. Hustles always gonna pop up. Industries yes. is always gonna sprout. But what do you know that you can eat off of forever? And yes. what type of mindset that you have that you'll be able to consistently pivot regardless of what's going on? So intellectual property is the greatest investment that you can make. Self-investment is the best investment that you can make. And once you invest it into self, take the income and the profits from that and then reinvest externally. 
Absolutely. Okay, very last question. Uh, so I see a lot of, you know, Instagram entrepreneurs, they're always, you know, on the private jets. Yeah. Uh, they got the Lambos, the Ferraris, the Maybachs, like everything. And I know Big Key's got it. And I just feel like ever <laughs> since, you know, I've been introduced to you through social media, oh, about, not even a year ago, right? I just want to know, like, how do you stay so grounded? Like, what makes you not be like, I'm about to go do this. I'm about to show my travel. I'm about to, because we, we know Big Key's got it, yeah. right? And, like, just for the up and coming, like I said, entrepreneurs and leaders, how do you stay so grounded and not do not do that? I'm, and it's not wrong, guys. I'm not nah, saying that that's I, wrong. Yeah, I I'm ain't, just saying, I ain't like, wrong, I just but... see how you move and, like, you're just so humble, like, everything. You know, I, I just think it's the difference between marketing and branding. Yeah. You understand me? A lot of people utilize it to market, and they're figuring out how to get them an audience to see them in a certain light so they can sell them certain products yeah. or services or yeah. things of that nature. Lifestyle, right? Yeah. Lifestyle marketing. You know, I'm a brand, you know, and that brand is based on who I truly am. Yeah. I didn't want to do it at first. I don't yeah. want to do it now. If I'm yeah. going to do it, it's for convenience. It's because it's effective for me to do. Yeah. Right? Like right now, I got a driver, but, and that's because I don't want to drive. He's always going to drive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like driving, but at the same time, if I'm gonna buy a car, yeah. they gotta make good business sense. Gotta make sense. You understand yeah. me? If I'm gonna put it on social media, I have to be utilizing that for some particular tool or reason. Absolutely, yeah. Because I'm already God body, so at the end of the day, there's nothing more impressive that I can show than my mind. Yeah. Right. And so my intellectual property, the way that I think. That's yeah. how I impress people. Yes. You understand? My, my code of conduct, my character, is always going to outshine any material possession that I can show. So that's not going to make me show up better in any light. You understand me? Besides, if I'm particularly trying to attract a certain client, yeah. they need to see the assets and the successes from the things that I'm teaching in order to believe that they can get those things from the teachings. Yeah. Right? So, you know, if that's my marketing plan, then perhaps you'll see it you yeah. understand me but right now i have no reason to be doing all that i mean i gotta go kilo on i think right. this is enough <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know but beyond that yeah when you don't have when the most impressive thing is something that's external yeah then of course you have to show that off over and yeah. over and over to impress people but yeah. when the most impressive thing is internal yeah there's nothing to show off you just absolutely. be yourself absolutely well, once again, guys, I am Jillian Larkin, the author of I Got the Answers, and I'm sitting here with my mentor, 19 Keys, and we thank you so much. Yes. Where can they find you? Where can they find these amazing products? Oh, yeah. how, they, how can they sign up for Infinite Wealth Strategies? Yes. Text 323-577-6692. Text INFINITE to 323-577-6692. You will get my daily texts, right? And then you'll get access to a link to the courses if you want to buy some gold water or the silver bullet or some of my nootropics, high-end minerals, right? Um, and our mushroom compounds um, <clears throat> or the crowns that we have. You can go click the link in my bio. Uh, follow me at 19 underscore keys, right? On Instagram, YouTube, and any other site or platform you can find me. But make sure it's me. 
Yes. It's a lot of, yes. it's like 30 fake right. pages out yes. there. And I, and I will not be directly DMing you, giving you no giveaways, asking yes. you to send me nothing in crypto. None of those things. Those are all yes. scams, probably somewhere in Yugoslavia or <laughs> Ghana, somewhere, Nigeria. Wherever. Some guy behind the camera, they really try and get you. So <laughs> be careful out here, man. Make sure yes, it's big keys. You know what I'm yes. talking about? Yeah, so thank you so much. No problem. Thank All you. Right. Peace, y'all. It's Mogul Jill with the Who Got the Answers podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok.